Hello, everybody, and welcome back to really an emergency episode of the Pat's Cast. As always, I'm your host, Stephen Newman, and today I'm going to be talking about really the Patriots' trade for wide receiver Isaiah Ford from the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I want to set that up, uh, and, and first of all, just to, to, uh, to set this up, I am an alum of Virginia Tech, which is where he went to college. Uh, we were actually in the the same uh, class. Like he, we both came in as freshmen at the same time. He actually left after his junior year, so one year before I graduated. But all that is to say, I've I've seen a lot of Isaiah Ford even before he entered the NFL at all. Uh, I've I've kept up with him as a pro as well with the Dolphins. Uh, there, there, there's a lot I like in the player, and it, it doesn't all necessarily show up in the stat sheet, particularly since he's entered the NFL. Uh, so the Patriots traded very little for him. They they gave up a, I believe, a seventh round pick for twenty twenty two. Although I saw a report from I believe is. Ian Rappaport that suggested maybe it was a sixth round pick. Uh, everything else I've seen says it's a seventh round pick. So that's what I'm going to go with. Either way, not much of anything for a player that is, I mean, like I said, he, he hasn't had a ton of statistical production as a pro. Um, this being uh, h- halfway through his third year, although really his rookie year barely counts. He only played one game. I know he spent a good chunk of the season on either IR or physically unable to perform. I don't remember which, but he he was inactive for all but one game in his rookie years. That barely counts. So in uh, essentially one full year, half a season, and basically nothing in 2018, he has 41 catches for 428 yards. Uh, Nothing about that sounds great. Uh, one thing to keep in mind is he was a little buried down the depth chart. Uh, he, he had to, to, uh, work his way up the depth chart and he didn't really do that until the end of last year. Although he was someone that, I mean, just, just following along with, with, um, other, uh, beat writers with the, the Dolphins or just, uh, commenters on Twitter and things like that. There, a lot of people liked him. As a player, he he always performed real well in the preseason as well. Uh, so the Patriots are getting a, d- a decent player, even though he was only a seventh round draft pick. I can tell you, uh, with in in no uncertain terms, that he was drafted way later than he should have been drafted. Uh, and like I said, I went to Virginia Tech. I saw a lot of him, and it's not. I'm not talking him up just to to talk him up because I'm a tech fan or something like that. It's it's legitimate. Uh, he showed up in 2014 as a true freshman. Uh, started had 56 catches for 709 yards, six touchdowns as a true freshman. Uh, the following year, he had 75 catches for nearly 1,200 yards and 11 touchdowns. That season, as a true sophomore, he set the school's record for receptions and receiving touchdowns in a single season. Uh, the following year, 
as a junior, he broke that receptions record with 79, went for almost 1,100 yards, and had seven touchdowns. To this day, he is the single-season record holder um, for for, uh, most receptions in a season. The single-season touchdown mark still stands as a record, and he holds the record for the the most touchdown receptions in a career. Had almost 3,000 receiving yards in those three years. And 210 receptions. He he was a just in terms of production, he was a monster. He his ball skills were off the charts. He was never fast. He never was necessarily a guy that just separates from defenders. He just catches everything. It it, it was really mind boggling sometimes. Some of the some of the catches he would come up with. But I mean, you you throw him. He's not huge either. He's six one, six two. But I mean, you could throw him uh, jump ball anywhere. He's gonna come down with it like ninety percent of the time. It the 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 guy was special in in college. And I mean, the fact that he was drafted in the seventh round. The only reason that really happened, although I think for one, he may have been injured in the pre-draft process I want to say I don't 100% remember that but that that rings a bell uh but the 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 biggest thing was that he went into the 40-yard dash and ran a 4.63 I believe although his three cone time which is in my opinion of equal importance was below seven seconds which is generally kind of the cutoff for uh, whether it's good or not, and it was below seven seconds. But overall, uh, and it actually kind of speaks to something I think that that people um, misevaluate really is that Isaiah Ford was never supposed to be a player that was going to run routes downfield, and you want separation that way. He was going to be a, more of a slot type of receiver. So really, you have to like during the evaluation process, keep that in mind because his, what that really means is his 40 time isn't going to matter that much because you're not asking for him to, to have straight line speed. You're asking for him to get off the ball and uh, cut in essence, it just create short, small space separation from just having a uh, good technique in that sense and get open over the middle of the field, not stretch the field. That's, it's a, it's really a completely different skill set than being an outside receiver. And I, I don't think the league, the NFL often, to be honest, uh, misevaluates that and lets guys that really, make a lot of sense as slot receivers and become good slot receivers once they're in the league, uh, they slide down the draft boards substantially. A lot of times they're not even drafted. Like Jacoby Myers, he's the same, somewhat the same sort of receiver, went undrafted, and now he's arguably the Patriots' best receiver right now. Uh, Isaiah Ford suffered from essentially the same thing, and... Even speaking back towards his uh, production with the Dolphins, uh, for one, again, he, in large part because of his draft status at being only a seventh-round pick, and 
I mean, having to climb up the depth chart, having the injury in his rookie year as well. Uh, he didn't get on the field a whole lot. He had guys to that he had to to climb ahead of. And even once he did, uh, one of the issues with the Dolphins as well was that their top three receivers, so Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, and him, Isaiah Ford, were all, they were too similar, really. Uh, you, you had, uh, Parker was essentially the, the best version of the same type of receiver. So he, he put up a lot of stats. He, he finally uh, hit on the, the potential he had and the Dolphins have been waiting on. He had over 70 catches, over 1,000 a, a yards. Uh, and then Preston Williams, uh, for whatever reason, was, became their number two, although not by a huge margin over Ford. And I would also want to point out that in week 17, the week when the, the Dolphins uh, beat the Patriots to end the season, they had that, that game-winning drive that, um, I mean, a, a lot of people have, uh, were kind of picking on the Patriots after that happened uh, and entering the playoffs as that killed any sort of uh, momentum that they may or may not have had and it basically made them, uh, I mean, no one at that, once they lost that game, everyone viewed them as, as an easy out in in the playoffs, essentially. Like that was the, the easy upset to pick in a lot of people's eyes, which actually ended up happening. But uh, the point being that the Dolphins uh, pulled the upset there. and But in that game, back to my point, Isaiah Ford had seven catches for 54 yards, which I believe are the both career highs up to this point, I believe. Um, actually, not true. He, he did top that. Uh, at that time, they were. He did top that 70 catches for 76 yards in week two against the Bills this year. So he certainly he's certainly been trending in the right direction. The the biggest thing and really the reason why I think the Dolphins traded him was like I said, the the um the Dolphins top receivers were also similar and they wanted to uh get rid of one in order to uh just just bring a different element to their receiving core. And the easiest one to get rid of was Ford. I, I suppose. Uh, and, I mean, he's kind of the Patriots type, though, as well. Uh, the Patriots don't necessarily emphasize the the straight-line speed guys. They, they, don't, they haven't had a lot of them in recent memory. I mean, obviously, you have, to some degree, Demir Bird right now, but that's really just serving the role as a, as a decoy just to make uh, the defense respect... Uh, the vertical passing game really at all. He's not meant to be a feature receiver in any way. Obviously they had a guy like Brandon cooks for a year, but that was really the extent of that. And other than that, you're pretty much talking about the possession slot receiver types of guys. So that's really what Isaiah Ford is, is he is, like I said, a slot receiver. Um, that's where, the uh, vast majority of his reps this season have uh, come from, it really his whole career so far. 
Um, he, he's been on the field for uh, fewer than 300 snaps this year, and over 200 of them have come out of the slot. So according to Pro Football Focus. So yeah, that's really what you're looking at. And I mean, the Patriots would be perfectly fine with that because you think about it, Julian Edelman, who's really their primary slot receiver, is out right now, will probably be out for an extended period of time and might be out for the entire season. So you need someone that can fill that role. And really the biggest thing with it is, as I talked about in my last couple episodes now, uh, the the Patriots, while I thought they should probably be more of sellers than buyers, I did also mention that they could be buyers of players with some sort of long-term value, as opposed to your traditional buyer where it's just, you get a guy that's in a contract year that's really talented and hope that you can capitalize on that and make a playoff run. You're, you're, in this case, you're looking for a player who has some sort of potential, is inexpensive, and that you can keep on your roster past this season. And that obviously that's what the, the Patriots did with, with this deal. Granted, Ford, in this offseason, will be a restricted free agent, but uh, even at that, he'll, he'll be inexpensive. If the, the Patriots like what they get from him, he'll be easy to, uh, to afford and give a new contract to um just in terms of how i see him fitting into the offense uh like i said slot receiver for the most part uh i think there's some degree of switchability between him and jacoby myers like i said i think that the two of them are actually really similar receivers and i've actually seen since the trade happened uh a lot of the beat reporters are kind of echoing that sentiment, which is gives me a sense of validation because it kind of shows that what what I was independently seeing, just based on all that I know about Isaiah Ford, all I all that I've seen him, it's other people see it. But yeah, so Ford will work primarily in the slot, and I think that's a good role for him. Uh, you'll keep. Bird for sure on the outside. Myers for the most part on the outside as well, unless you flip-flop um, him and Ford at times just to just to change it up for the most part. Uh, but I think that, that really does solidify, uh, more or less solidify, the Patriots' uh, three wide receiver sets. Because, I mean, until you get Edelman, if Edelman even comes back this year, and uh, Nikhil Harry, who's out with a concussion, until you get them back, you were really talking about your third wide receiver being like Gunnar Olszewski, probably. Uh, maybe like an Isaiah Zuber, but that's not inspiring either. Uh, you, you really needed a guy, and Isaiah Ford can definitely be that guy, and I think he can honestly be pretty productive. I, I, don't, I see no reason why he can't have similar production to uh, what Jacoby Myers has done uh, over these last couple games. You talk uh, five or so catches for, say, 60 yards, 
something along those lines. The Patriots would definitely take that. And I think that's that's you're definitely getting someone who's capable of doing that. And I honestly, who knows? I, I really, like I said, I really view Isaiah Ford highly. I, I think the the best is yet to come with him, in essence. Um, yeah, I, I think there, there's a lot of upside. And... I mean, I've seen it out of him. Like I said, at, at Virginia Tech, he was a record-setting receiver. Um, that offense while he was there, I mean, it was him. And if you followed the the brief run that the XFL had uh, earlier this year, it was uh, Cam Phillips, who was one of the best players in that league. Uh, the two of them at wide receiver, they're both uh, 70 plus catches for about a thousand yards. Uh, yeah, it was, it was just a really great offense, but, but Isaiah Ford was the feature guy in it. And I, I mean, be, being in a, a big role, like one that he, he could, um, to some degree develop into or be called upon to serve with the Patriots is, I mean, it's obviously it's not foreign to him. He, he did it at tech. Uh, it's just there's just a lot of upside and overall I I think that's something that that kind of gets ignored by uh, casual fans. It, it kind of goes back to what I mentioned as well, where you're you're talking about. I mean, during the pre-draft process, what what's your forty time? If it's like forwards, where it's four point six three. Uh, you you kind of you kind of kind of gets laughed at and ignored like that guy is not going to make it in the league because he can't run fast, or I mean obviously too once you're drafted in the seventh round, uh, n- nothing is handed to you at that point and you're really you're you're seeing it even uh, what with people talking about the Patriots now where granted yeah okay their wide receiver group wasn't great this past week for example. But where there's talk about uh, every wide receiver they're putting out on the field is undrafted. Like, okay, that it says something, I guess, about their upside. But at the same time, at a certain point, where you're drafted is essentially just your entry point into the league. Once you're in the league, it, your draft status really doesn't matter. It's it's really just how do you you fit the certain roles the certain role that you're placed in within the offense or defense, if you're on that side of the ball, and can you be successful? It really doesn't matter if you were a first round pick like Nikhil Harry. He was a first round pick. So obviously he's been handed a little bit just because there was such an investment in him, but we're getting, or at least getting close to the point where if the productivity out of him doesn't match uh, where he was drafted, then some of that opportunity starts to go away. And I don't know. We'll see how that, that works out. Um, it's always something that's that's difficult to manage just because once that starts to happen and you realize that a player isn't what you thought they were, uh, you, you can have the bust label maybe placed on them and 
they almost you almost um, overcorrect really where they go from that that number one starter just because of their draft status and if they don't perform they go all the way down to back of the bench sometimes not even dressing for games and you just forget about them ignoring the fact that there was a reason why you drafted them as high as you did so there is still potentially some role for them uh yeah it's always it's always a, a a difficult balancing act but um all of that i guess is to say isaiah ford's got a chance here with the patriots uh depending on how the patriots handle Nikhil harry uh, once he comes back, uh, I mean, this could be a really um, a, a great audition opportunity for Isaiah Ford, whether it's with the Patriots or for any other teams as he enters restricted free agency. Because I imagine he's going to be on the field a lot. He could end up starting the entire rest of the season. I, like that, that would not surprise me at all because, again, he's the most suitable guy on this roster to play in the slot as long as Julian Edelman is out. So there's going to be a lot of opportunity. I think, honestly, if you're asking me to predict what I think will happen, I, I, I don't necessarily know how productive he'll be. I think, I think he'll have at least moderate success. And I think the Patriots probably end up bringing him back. Uh, I like I said I think he's he'll be really affordable regardless of how he produces because there won't be a long track record of production and as long as he looks the part I have to imagine he'll be a guy the Patriots want to keep because they don't have a ton of wide receiver depth and no one else is really producing other than Jacoby Myers recently so they'll almost have to keep him which I mean, for me, I, I would really like, as a Patriots fan and a Virginia Tech fan, uh, he's the best of both in that sense, along with Dalton Keene, who the Patriots drafted in the third round. I'm, 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 I'm really liking the way the Patriots are trending in that sense. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much what I wanted to say. And um, Isaiah Ford's going to get a great chance here, though. He's he's what the, the Patriots look for in receivers, again. They don't look for speed guys. They look for the 6'1", 6'2", big-ish body possession receiver. It, it's the same reason, really, why they traded for Mohamed Sanu. Uh, the only difference being, one, well, one, Isaiah Ford is younger, less proven, but... The bigger thing is that there's less of an investment in him. Uh, he's making less money. He only traded like a seventh round pick for him as opposed to trading a second round pick for Mohamed Sanu, which at the time seemed like a slight overpay. And by the time he got onto the field and by the time it was all said and done, it looked like a huge overpay. Uh, you, you're not dealing with that with Isaiah Ford. You gave up a seventh round pick. I mean, if he doesn't work out, he, he, and I think he will to some extent, but if he doesn't work out, you gave up a seventh round pick. Like, you don't get anything out of those guys anyway. So yeah, 
that's essentially all I wanted to say is just an intro to Isaiah Ford as a player, the role he'll play as a slot receiver, and what kind of chance he has um, going forward with the Patriots this year and beyond. It's, again, a great help to the Patriots because they needed a slot receiver or any receiver, in all honesty. Um, I will commit to, at some point before my next podcast episode, coming out with some sort of uh, film breakdown of Isaiah Ford. Because again, I've I've seen him a lot, whether it was at Tech or having followed him since he entered the NFL as someone who, because he's someone that, that went to my, my college, uh, I just, I've been invested in him. So yeah, I will commit to having some sort of film breakdown of either his, uh, of college tape, or I'll try, I'll try to incorporate some, some NFL tape as well, for sure. Uh, I'll get that out at some point this week. Of course, on my blog site, smnewman48.wixsite.com slash sportswithsteven. I'll throw this podcast episode, once I do that, into the, the film breakdown. But I'll publish this first just because I want to get my thoughts out there. Uh, just so everybody can get a sense for the player that the Patriots just acquired. Uh, and of course... If you like uh, this podcast, any of my other podcasts, just like to listen to the types of things I I say, uh, certainly feel free to subscribe to the podcast, Pat's Cast, uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the list goes on. The, the podcast is available pretty much anywhere, a whole slew of, of platforms. Uh, you can also always follow me on Twitter at Newman Patscast. That's N-E-W-M-A-N-P-A-T-S-C-A-S-T. Uh, I'll be back later in the week. Like I said, I'll have a film breakdown of Isaiah Ford. And then Saturday morning, of course, I'll come out with a preview of the Patriots' upcoming game against the Jets. Thanks so much for listening, and as always, I hope to have you all back in the future.